Many years ago, the storytellers say, a great king brought justice to England. The king's name was Arthur, and he surrounded himself with brave knights in shining armor, whom he sent out to defend the helpless and protect the weak. They rescued damsels in distress, slew troublesome dragons, and fought against wicked knights who used their weapons to oppress the defenseless. The wicked knights were called recreants, which means something like cowardly bullies, and one by one they were driven from England. In this way, King Arthur brought peace to the land, and tales of his court at Camelot were told wherever people met. Indeed, tales of King Arthur and his knights in shining armor were even told across the sea in France, where they came to the ears of a young prince named Sir Lancelot. Sir Lancelot had just been knighted by his father, King Ban of Benwick, and although he was very young, he showed great promise in the knightly arts. When Sir Lancelot heard about King Arthur's knights, nothing would satisfy him but to join their number. I must go to England, to King Arthur, Sir Lancelot told King Ban, for his knights are the greatest knights of all. Are they? asked King Ban. Yes, father, they have the bravest hearts, the noblest souls, and the shiniest armor in all the world. Shiniest armor? repeated King Ban. Everyone says so, Sir Lancelot assured his father. I wish to go to Camelot. Ban was a wise king, and an even wiser father, so he replied, Very well, go to Camelot. You should do well there, for you already have a brave heart and a noble soul, besides being very skilled with your weapons. You have my blessing. Thank you, father, Sir Lancelot replied gratefully. But, uh, father? Yes, Lancelot? You didn't say anything about my armor. Is it not shiny enough? A few days later, Sir Lancelot led his great horse onto a ship bound for England. He carried a long lance in one hand, and his mind was alive with dreams of glory. Arriving in England, he set out at once for Camelot, stopping only to practice with his sword and lance, to polish his armor, and to take short naps after lunch. Strictly speaking, afternoon naps were not required for knights, but Sir Lancelot found them refreshing. On his third day, just as he began to think he should be nearing Camelot, a heavy spring rain set in. Rain is never enjoyable for someone in armor. It makes a deafening noise on the metal helmet and always leaks in at the neck and shoulders. To Sir Lancelot, though, this rain was even more distressing, because it turned the paths to mud, and in no time his armor was splashed all over with dirty spots. When at last the rain stopped, Sir Lancelot turned his attention to his spattered appearance. Moving his lance to his left arm, he drew a towel from his saddlebags and began scrubbing at his armored legs. Soon he was absorbed in the task, paying no attention to where his horse was taking him. Just then, 
The loud drumming of a horse's hoofs disturbed him from his polishing. Sir Lancelot looked up to see a knight in armour bearing down on him with his spear levelled. Realising that this must be one of those recreant knights he'd heard of, Sir Lancelot readied himself for battle. He had no time to shift his lance to his right arm, so he met the knight's charge left-handed, popping his attacker very neatly from his saddle. There now, Sir Lancelot said to the fallen knight, stop being so recreant and attacking people when they're busy. With that, he turned back to his armour. A moment later, though, Sir Lancelot was interrupted again by a different charging knight. Bother, said Sir Lancelot, knocking the second knight from his horse. Please go away. Can't you see I'm occupied? When a third knight charged just a few seconds later, Sir Lancelot began to feel annoyed. He was only halfway done with one leg, and at this rate would never get himself cleaned up. Serves you right, he said to the third challenger, after unhorsing him like the others. You were very rude, you know. In all, Sir Lancelot defeated sixteen knights, and was glad that English recreant knights attacked one at a time. If they had charged all at once instead of taking turns, he probably would have had to put down his towel. As it was, in between knights, he was able to wipe the mud from one leg and half his breastplate. After the parade of knights had ceased, though, a new sound disturbed Sir Lancelot's labours. Looking up, Sir Lancelot was astonished to see that he was surrounded by a crowd of people, all cheering wildly. As he stared, a smiling man in a long red cape walked up to where Sir Lancelot sat. My goodness, said Sir Lancelot, where did all of you come from?